one knows how to play poker. 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 But do you know how to play poker well? Well, get ready to talk poker strategy with the people who run the games. Hear interviews with the stars. Get information on when to play, where to play, and how to play better poker. Poker. This is Poker Action Live, a weekly poker show with your hosts, Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. Welcome again, everybody. Big Dave and Joe from South Florida as we bring you another edition of Poker Action Line. And uh, quite a few things to talk about tonight. Uh, some interesting tournaments coming to town uh, that I found about in the last couple of days. Uh, one event finishing up over at the aisle. The Card Player Poker Tour is finishing up uh, with their main event. In fact, it's all over by now, so we'll talk about the results there. Um, always interesting to see... Some of the tours that have fairly established themselves, Joe, uh, you know, expanding out to other places. I mean, obviously, I work for Annie Up Magazine. I do some writing for them, so I was unable to write about this one because it was the card player tour right. uh, at the aisle today. And uh, uh, certainly competition there between the two magazines. But uh, they finished up today with the uh, final table of their main event and a little smaller tour. But it's always nice to see them uh, expand. Well, it's nice to to see that they've come into this market, just to let you know how big this market is. I mean, you know, for many years now, we've had, uh, obviously, the WSOP circuit event down here that was at the Palm Beach Kennel Club. Now it's a little closer to us uh, down here. I believe it's uh, be at Coconut Creek, Coconut this, Creek. Uh, next month. Obviously, the WPT has had a great relationship with the Hard Rock and, um, you know, these tournaments have been huge successes down here, Dave. And not to mention that some, like the Isle at the very beginning, was running very successful standalone tournaments uh, for themselves. And it's nice that some of the smaller tours, like Card Player, um, and I'm trying to think of the one that Greg Raymer's with um, the Heartland, 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 Heartland Poker, tour. Poker Tour. I mean, I don't think they're down here yet, but you know they're getting their own well, niche did, all they, over. They did play in Daytona. Oh, okay. Well, a little further not north. Not really the heartland, not, not, but not, not in our area. Not maybe in the our heartland area. of Florida. But, you know, this just indicates what we've been saying, you know, and uh, for many years that this has become a hotbed of poker down here in South Florida. And listen, not not just South Florida, Dave. It's, you know, we've got Tampa, Jacksonville, obviously, with a huge room up there. Daytona, as you just mentioned, you know. The state of Florida is, is a place to to be if, uh, you know, to run a tournament just to play poker in general. Not right. just It's not just our backyard anymore in South Florida. This is, this is big throughout the whole state. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, we'll get to those results for the card player tour in just a moment. Uh, uh, also, we'll talk a little bit later about a, a big charity event, maybe the biggest, one of the biggest in the country, uh, certainly the biggest in Florida, and that's the Deep Stacks uh, charity classic that has been played for the last nine years at the Daytona Beach Kennel Club. This year they're moving down to the Isle Casino as well, and uh, that will be a big tournament. They're even running some buses from the Orlando and Daytona Beach areas. People who play up there, uh, they're having a big outing, jump on a bus and stay overnight down here and play the tournament. So uh, looking forward to talking about that a little bit. Uh, Tied in with two of our favorites, Linda Johnson and Jan Fisher, who will be there once again. And, of course, Phil Helmuth has been associated with the tournament, along with Norman Chad, Chad for the last couple years. But we'll get to that a little bit later as well. Uh, A few other things we'll talk about tonight. But let's start off by uh, talking about the tournament that we were hoping to run uh, on uh, August 28th. But we just found out uh, today that there was a bit of a mix-up 
and uh, they kind are moving of our, the date. Yeah, the, the day was supposed to be moved, and we, we kind of dropped the ball on that, I believe, Dave. Well, you know, it's yeah. hard when you only do the show once a week. Once a week, and when we found out, we couldn't get it out there to you guys, so we you know, really apologize for that. But, um, you know, that was a misunderstanding on both parties here, and uh, we went ahead and with a date that we thought the tournament was going to be running, which was we thought it was going to be running tomorrow. But uh, it is actually now going to be September 18th. So if you are planning on playing tomorrow, uh, we will not be playing tomorrow. Uh, Joe and I are going to play in this event, and uh, we can't win any money. But, uh, uh, you know, we know there's a good opportunity to win some cash, $750 first prize, 500 for second, 250 for third. So if there's, you know, we're hoping to have plenty of people, hundreds. But uh, if it's a little bit smaller, it's going to increase your chances of winning some money. A little easier way of making some money, yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a limit on the uh, the tournament. Uh, Three hours is going to be set for. Starts at 8 o'clock on September 18th is now the new day, and that's a Tuesday night. And and we want to let the, the, the listeners out there and for the people who want to sign up for this, we're going to be giving you a promo code number that you're going to need to use when, you know, once you log on and, and download everything that you have to download. Um, you know, that you will, for the people who enter this tournament, they will have already earned themselves the entry, you know, the uh, 29.95 fee that, that is being charged for the site for the lottery tickets and for the Place Your Chips Caribbean style. So th- th- that's a benefit that you're getting right there, whether you win, a, win first, second, or third in the prize money. You will already have that advantage of, of having that one-year membership paid for. Exactly. The, uh, the Place Your Chips Caribbean site that we've uh, been carrying spots for on this show for quite a long time is where this thing will take place. It will be a beta tournament. Uh, free to enter. And we invite people to sign up, go to the site, check it out, uh, kind of get an idea of what their plans are to help benefit uh, the Caribbean education uh, system, uh, send uh, Caribbean youngsters uh, to a college, basically, mm-hmm. and learn a lot, especially about the uh, the IT business and, and uh, get involved with some scholarships and that sort of thing as well. So... Um, it's also tied in with a lottery aspect. Uh, each week, if you end up getting a membership, which will be free if you play in this event, uh, you'll get 50 lottery numbers each week, and uh, they are drawn on Sundays. And uh, you have a chance to make turn the 50 into more if you play poker during the week. Exactly, and, uh, depending on how successful you are during the build week. Build up your poker chip stack. You could get a lot more lottery numbers uh, to, to, to choose from and, and, you know, tickets that you can pick your numbers from and, um, you know, like we said, it, it's it's there to help the, the children in the Caribbean to, to, you know, to further their education and again, folks, this is going to be a beta test completely free chance for the top three finishers to earn some nice little cash for free and um, you know Dave and I have discussed this we're hoping that the top three finishers uh, will join us on the show to let us know what they liked about it what what might need improvement we're actually going to need that from a lot of people you know we're hoping to get responses from everybody as you play this tournament so that we can make this this you know the, the best thing that you that you can have out there for playing some poker and, and enjoying the lottery aspect of it uh, and, and actually if you want more information or you're not really sure or you may maybe heard the show but forgot the code or forgot where exactly to go and you want to email me I'm going to give out my email here uh, Dave Big Lem at gmail.com Dave Big Lem 
at Gmail. Not Big Dave Lem, Dave Big Lem. Big Lem, okay. Big is like the middle name, uh, at gmail.com. So you can always uh, send me a note, and I will respond and give you the information you're looking for. But uh, we will give out the code a couple of times tonight. We'll give it out now. Uh, you need to write this down because you're going to need it to go to the Poker Action Line table, which uh, was set up but uh, is now going to be uh, – there's a couple things to uh, – to uh, fix on that, and we will have that back up right before the tournament. Uh, but it's going to be the Poker Action Line table, and it's going to ask you for a code. And here it is, 4852-5066, 4852-5066. And we'll give that out a couple of times tonight. Uh, it would be great if you went to the site over the next two, three weeks uh, before the tournament and just signed up, you know, just to get some information so we could send you an email if anything changes. Uh, and uh, we just want to uh, get people involved in looking at the site and see what we have to offer as far as the uh, tournament goes and the benefits for Caribbean education. So uh, we will talk more about that later in the show. But uh, we'll get things underway with the uh, card player results. Uh, went to the final table today, and there was a couple of inter- interesting things that happened. Uh, it ended up being a five-way chop, and several local players, including uh, Matt Smith, who uh, has really been playing well lately. He's been uh, finishing deep in a couple of tournaments. They went into the final table, final nine today. It was an $1,100 buy-in, the main event. And they got 310 entries. So it was a nice quarter of a million dollar guarantee on the prize pool, which ended up uh, breaking the 300,000 mark. And uh, Mark Bretsfield was the chip leader going into today. Uh, A.J. Gambino was second. And Matt Smith was in fourth place heading into the day. Also at the final table was Albert Destrada, who we uh, have had on the show before. He's the former Survivor contestant oh, okay. that we had on the show. A nice guy. And uh, I talked with him at a lot of different tournaments. And he was uh, starting the day in ninth place with a short stack and ended up getting knocked out as as the first one. But uh, it was a good tournament and uh, a five-way chop. And uh, one of the interesting things I saw was that one of the players, A.J. Gambino, uh, was down to less than one big blind, 17,000 chips. And three hands later, he had doubled up three times in a row to over 1.1 million. <laughs> So pretty good. Uh, he had one of the times he had uh, he had ace ace queen and then got uh, a queen on the flop, a queen on the turn. That one helped him there. He also went into a hand where he had uh, uh, pocket queens. No, actually it was uh, ten nine. I'm sorry, ten nine, and uh, he was facing pocket queens. And there was an eight seven on the flop and then a jack on the river. So they got lucky there too as well. But you know. Went from uh, fifth, from seventeen thousand chips to over one point one million. A good chip, now was chip it, in a chair. Now, story. when they did a uh, five way chop, was it an equal chop? As it turned out, it was. Uh, that was the final number, and uh, each player collected thirty five thousand four hundred forty three dollars. Very nice. Uh, be- besides Gambino and Matt Smith, there was also uh, Brettsfield, the chip leader, heading into the day, and uh, Ernest Bush and Gautam Lilani from Jamaica. So. Uh, Pretty interesting tournament, and uh, nice that they all agreed to an equal chop. I'm uh, I'm curious to see what what their uh, when I read up on this uh, what their chip counts were that they all agreed to an equal chop. Yeah, I don't really have that, so I can't give you an exact number. I know that, uh, for example, uh, uh, Ernest Bush at 1.9 million compared with Gambino's 11 or 1.1 million, I should say, 
And I don't have the exact count going in, but they were able to uh, finish it up. And that was pretty early in the day, to be honest with you. They, uh, that was about 3 o'clock in the afternoon or 3.30. So they got a nice short day out of it and uh, yeah, took you know, 35 I grand. guess they all sat there going, well, if I get knocked out fifth, it's going to be a big difference from the 35000 And uh, yeah, I gather if you're within a certain amount, you know, range of 10% of any of the other players, you know, it's up for grabs for anybody who gets hot, especially after you just mentioning what happened with that with that player who right. who went from seventeen thousand to one point one in in a few hands. So exactly uh, that 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 I've seen that happen. I've actually had that happen to me playing online tournament, Dave. Yeah, yeah, where somebody didn't want to do a deal with me because I was shorter stacked, and uh, a few hands later I had him three to one and. We worked out the deal in my favor <laughs> after that, you know, but that's what happens, you know. Right, exactly. You could take them out real quick, but uh, you know, you're risking the chance. Well, there were a lot of locals, obviously, and then a few players that stayed here from the uh, the Hard Rock. It's the, the series started on the 16th, uh, two days after the other one ended. And uh, just to give you an idea of some of the name players that uh, did cash, uh, Manny Manaya from Tampa, Brian Hastings, obviously a big name who lives down here in South Florida. Uh, Brett Bader, uh, Raj Voral has been playing very well from Lake Worth, Scott Zackheim, Philip Wee from uh, Tamarack, who uh, goes out with Lonnie Harwood, Joey Cooden, who finished second in the big $1,100 event at the Hard Rock. He finished 32nd. He did cash. And our good friend Steve Karp also cashing once again for, uh, well, kind of a min-cash, $1,985. So, uh you know, when to, you're making money. Yeah, I'd love say? to talk to Steve, though, because he's been playing very well, but he just hasn't been going deep enough where I don't know if it, how, what his frustration level is. He's got to be satisfied that he's playing well enough that he that he's cashing in these tournaments, but a little upset that he's not going a little bit deeper. Right. You know? So. No, exactly, but uh, a good event, and... Uh, as we transfer from that, we'll talk uh, when we return about uh, the Deep Stack Series, which is also going to be an aisle event now. Uh, you, you see a lot of moving and shaking over there in Pompano Beach uh, from uh, brand new poker director Ken Lambert Jr., who has uh, really done a good job since he stepped in earlier in the year. Yeah, I, yeah, I would imagine his connections helped make this. Uh, I don't. We don't know what happened up in Daytona because I know they were very, very happy with that tournament up there and how it filled their room up. Uh, I have a feeling maybe that uh, the aisle's a little bit bigger. Maybe they outgrew it, you know, that they thought this year that they would yeah. have maybe uh, were able to get a few more people. They've sold out every year so, for the last eight years. And let me tell you, when I was working a tournament up there in Daytona, they, they would tell me this tournament was sold out. They'd have well over 150 people on the um, – I forgot the name of the list now. The, uh, the alternates, list. the yeah, alternate the, list, the waiting uh, list, yeah. waiting list to, to get into the tournament as people were eliminated. And, you know, we've mentioned this on the show before, Dave, but those door prizes also that they give for the first one. Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk about some of that. that. I'm going to definitely talk it's, about it's a, that. It's a super interesting tournament. And, of course, the celebrities like Helmuth and uh, Linda Johnson and, and some of those make mm -hmm. it a really special event. Uh, I did play in it one year and uh, didn't do all that well, but I uh, did go up there and play uh, several years ago and had a really great time. It's a super tournament, and uh, besides uh, what you can win if you make the final table, uh, they send the entire final table to Vegas uh, for a big tournament out there. So uh, we'll get to that in a few minutes. Uh, also, uh, something from the Seminole uh, Hard Rock Poker, Poker Open that uh, I didn't mention was... Uh, 
Uh, a great accomplishment by a player named Mark Duby. And he, he won two events on the series. You know, when you only have a handful of events and you end up winning two, that's pretty good. And there was also a mixed game player that won an event and then came back the very next day and made the final table and ended up getting knocked out in fourth. That was uh, Pete Walsworth. So uh, I'll talk about those when we return. Uh, a few other things. Uh, maybe we get to an article by Ed Miller talking about uh, what makes a good game. And we'll get to that also as well tonight. Uh, Poker Action Line, you can always pick us up on the... Hold'em Radio Network, you can pick us up on SoundCloud, which is probably the best place to find us. Uh, sign up for SoundCloud, search the uh, the podcast, and you can find us there. Also, you can tweet it to our, one of your friends. A uh, very easy way to send it. There's a little download uh, button on the bottom, and you can just click on that and either send it on Twitter or on Facebook. Uh, to all your friends, you can change the wording of the, the tweet, but it's... Uh, it's preloaded if you want to just go ahead and do it. It's very easy to just go ahead and send that and uh, give someone else a, a copy of it. Uh, also, iTunes is a great place for uh, podcasts, the Apple Podcasts, the Stitcher Podcasts, any place you get your podcasts. We hope you'll pick us up and also uh, rate the show and uh, subscribe if you get the opportunity as well. So we'll be back with more of tonight's show. When we return, you're listening to Poker Action Line, coming to you from South Florida. This is Poker Action Line. This is Big Dave for PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Want to know what's really cool? Your charitable tax-deductible donation every time you play. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com, the feel-good gateway to fun and prizes. Play free. Learn our system. Get 50,000 free chips and play for prizes. Play for scholarships that benefit Caribbean students. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Take it from Big Dave. A win for you is a donation to Caribbean education. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. We are talking about our world today. Oh, and someone's on the line. Hi, I'm Jacqueline. Welcome, Jacqueline. How old are you? You sound so young. I'm eight. Oh, wow. I assume you're a student, right? Yes, from Jefferson Elementary. And I have a question. Sure. And what's your question? We all know the Earth has seven continents that currently carry 193 countries. Those continents make up 29% of the Earth's surface meaning that the vast majority of our planet, 71%, is comprised of water. Taking into consideration man automatically adapts to environmental conditions, why is it that I need to take swimming lessons? Are you ready for kids who eat healthy? Good nutrition can lead to great things. To find out how a healthy lifestyle can help your child succeed, go to mypyramid.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and USDA. WFO Radio NHRA Nitro is all about the NHRA Drag Racing Series. Featuring the NHRA's Alan Reinhardt, race winners stop by to talk about bringing home the Wally. Every Tuesday night, following NHRA national events, NHRA Nitro is available on demand anytime on the WFO Radio application and at WFORadio.com. Welcome back to the show, Big Dave and Joe uh, from South Florida. And uh, a few things to talk about tonight. Just wanted to talk about two players that really impressed me at the Seminole Hard Rock. Uh, they start off with a uh, smaller event that had several opening days and had a really big field of over 3,000. 
And for those that got knocked out, there was about four consecutive mixed game tournaments uh, that kind of uh, came right after that. So uh, if you made it to day two or three, maybe you didn't get to play in some of those. But for several other players, there was a lot of interesting tournaments right away. And there's a fellow named Mark Doobie that uh, that went very deep in a tournament I covered in 2015 over at the Hard Rock. It was the Lucky Hearts Poker Open, and he finished second to Brian Altman in 2015. So I was aware of Mark, and uh, he's a very good player. He comes from Massachusetts, I believe, and uh, uh, the two tournaments he, he finished, he won, were. Uh, both six max tournaments, and I guess the first question right away is, uh, how do your skills, how are they altered in a six max game compared to tournaments that have nine players at a table? Well, your your opening range has to change because there's obviously, it, it, it's like when you're on a final table and you start eliminating people. Uh, I love playing cash six max. Uh, you know the. For me, like I said, it opens up your range. You know, you you get a read. On, I, for me, it's you know trying to get a read on who the aggressive players are. They're opening and raising with you know a lot more marginal hands than they would nine-handed. Um, you know, because obviously less players, and you're trying to take position there. I I love playing six max. Like I said, I I think it's helped me when I do play tournaments. Like I said, I've played it in cash games and. I think it's, you know, a great training for when you do get to a final table in a tournament and how you play in, you know, that, that, that style. So, again, the play. To me, six max, the big thing there is, you know, there's, there's a lot more play. You have to have a lot more play because the blinds come around a lot quicker. Right, so you have to be a little bit more aggressive, in my opinion, in six six max play. I think I said Massachusetts. I actually mean Connecticut, okay. somewhere in the Northeast. Yeah, but he is actually originally from Newburyport, Connecticut. He does live down here in South Florida now. But uh, uh, to pick up one, but not not one, but two events is uh, pretty impressive, in my opinion. Uh, one was a five seventy buy in six max no limit hold'em tournament, and then after that, he won a. 360 buy-in PLO 6-max event. So showing some good versatility there. Picked up 25000 in the first one and 9000 in the second. But more importantly, two trophies to take. That's it. And and listen, uh, yeah, where do I sign up to invest 360 to pick up 9000 Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so um, there was 114 players in the PLO tournament and 231 players in the 6-max No Limit Hold'em event. Uh, and the funny thing is, he was he had just ten big blinds. He was a short stack coming into the final table. So uh, on the PLO, in the PLO, so uh, pretty good comeback there. Uh, ended up defeating Dewey Reigns and Gabriel Ramos in that one. Uh, Brock Wilson and Dewey Reigns finished third in the uh, in the first tournament. So another good six max player. And uh, kind of wonder. Uh, you talk about the differences, but maybe a, can you can you be kind of a six max expert? Sure, if you know that some of your opponents are not that comfortable playing that style of game. It's, like you said, it is a difference from nine because you've got more time to wait for the blinds. Here it comes up and, you know, you've got to be, like to me, poker is a lot about being being in a comfort zone in the sense of you're comfortable with the stakes you're playing, the style of play that you're playing. That 
that to me helps. You know, when when you feel overwhelmed because you've gotten into a game that's the stakes are too high for you, the style of the game is not fitted right for you. You know, obviously you're you're more you're more up to to make mistakes, and I think that as a six max, I think I I you know I've made money playing six six max uh, cash games with some of these players that I know are playing because maybe that's the seat is available on that table. Um, I have not played in a tournament six max live tournament. Mm-hmm. I played it online, and like I said, I feel very comfortable there. But I could see by the style of play of other players that I don't think they feel that, man. And they're kind of more playing, you know, crazy style just to try to get lucky and see if they can if they could just hit a big hand with what any two cards. And, yeah, I, I think you do have an advantage if you consistently play that, type, that you know, six-max uh, game. Right. Uh, the other uh, player that I was impressed with was uh, the winner of uh, – he wasn't the winner of two events. He did win one event, which was the Omaha High-Low. Uh, he won that. And the very next day, he got in a horse tournament – and finished at the final table in that one. So, uh, you know, again, showing some uh, great skills, uh, very versatile type player. Peter Walsworth is his name. He's from Sarasota. Uh, I think if you look on some of the websites, the Hen uh, and Mob and some of those, he was listed as Peter James, but I think that's his middle name. Uh, but he has played in several tournaments here, won a big $5,000 event at the Hard Rock a couple of years ago. Uh, How many people were in this horse event? Do you have those figures by any chance? I don't have them right in front of me. You know, because we love playing horse. You and uh, I have Maybe 112, something like that. Which are small fields nowadays, you know, because a lot of people aren't comfortable playing all the different styles of game. I mean, you know, uh, I don't know about you, Dave, but I grew up playing seven-card stud, seven-card stud high-low. We even played seven-card stud high-low with a spit in the middle, which some people don't don't know what that is, you know, and uh, playing limit. Uh, you know, Omaha, uh, high, low. And, you know, it's games that older folks have played, you know, people like our, in our age group and maybe a few, a few years younger than us. But, uh, you know, I don't know how old this player is uh, that you're talking about. He's in about. the late, late 30s probably. Late 30s. Okay, so he's played a little bit of that probably in some private games maybe when he was in his early 20s. Uh, but... Still, you know, you, you need to have different skill levels for each of these games, uh, you know, different strategies because the blinds go up uh, and everything else. And, again, uh, it's wonderful. I think I think we need to do that to grow the game a little bit. But um, <laughs> it's funny that we're talking about this because you mentioned before our last break that Ed Miller has a, an article out that we'd like to discuss. And in some of that, he, he kind of addresses a little bit of this. So hopefully later we can talk about this too. Right. Uh, looking up the numbers from that horse tournament, it was 88 in the horse and 113 in the uh, Omaha Hilo. So okay. pretty nice turnout and uh, pretty good uh, performance there. Uh, James Gunter actually won the horse tournament. And uh, Walsworth defeated uh, Philip Wee in the other tournament. So. Uh, some good players and uh, guys that like to I- expand uh, some of their mixed gameplay, and I think we're seeing a lot more of that in the uh, big tournaments around the country. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're they're trying to see. I mean, you know, we had the, the grinder win his third uh, poker player championship, uh, which is all eight game mix this year, right. if I'm not mistaken, and uh, the uh, poker players championship. Championship, yeah. right? And uh, you know. Third time winning that. That's that's an amazing accomplishment by the grinder there, and it's an eight-game mix. And you know, p- 
people's ego gets involved, I believe, when you're playing these mixed games. No one wants to believe that they're 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 the weak link, so to speak, at right. the table when it comes to one one style of poker to the another. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, uh, a lot of fun things happening here. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of the Hard Rock, they gave out during the uh, SHRPO. They gave out what's called. The Poker Stars Platinum Pass. There's a big tournament later in the year, and it's been like a real big prize that everybody wanted a part of. And uh, Carlo Rodriguez was the winner of that one. Uh, it was a basically a drawing, I think, and he scored a $25,000 entry in uh, wow. the Poker Stars uh, Platinum Series, which comes up in January. So, a uh, nice turnout there, and a nice, uh, uh, nice prize. Uh, by the way, the Seminole Hard Rock also announced their dates for their next big event, which is the uh, Rock and Roll Poker Open in the month of November. And uh, we'll run down some of those, of course, as we move on. But that comes up later in the month. Uh, the schedule on that one, let's see, starts on the 14th of November and runs through the 28th. So a uh, nice tournament there. Opens with a 360 deep stack. Uh, and uh, has a million-dollar guarantee, and there are, let's see, for eight eight opening sessions, which kind of reminds me uh, of the tournament that's uh, finishing up now out in uh, Los Angeles, the WPT 500. They had 16, I think it was 16 opening sessions. Wow. I mean, if you think uh, that more is better, you know, and people add more and more. Start off it used to be if you had three days in a row with an opening session, and then if people started running two sessions a day on three days. Right. So six was a big number. And then all of a sudden now out there in Los Angeles, they're running a uh, WPT 500 with 16 opening sessions. And I would imagine they run that uh, two sessions a day to try to get that over with in about eight days because 16 days waiting to play if you were playing day one and, and score big, you got to wait two, two more than two and a half weeks, drive me up a wall. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, uh, But that is true. They ran for eight straight days. They ran two sessions. Uh, they ended up with over 3,000 players, and they're finishing that up out there. Well, actually, 20, over 2,500. 2,509. Was uh, how many people played? Was how many people to total entries over there? So you're looking at about a hundred and what sixty uh, per 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 entry, give or take. Right. Uh, smaller buy-in. It was a. Uh, I think it was a. Uh, Three sixty buy-in, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, uh, you know, a lot of days, and uh, they will uh, finish that up very shortly. They're down to two players now. Uh, Michael Copeland and Arn Mesmer are finishing that one up. Copeland with a big lead. 31 million chips to 7 million. Mm-hmm. So they are finishing that one up out in Los Angeles, and uh, we'll keep an eye on that as well, maybe give you a winner by the end of the show. Uh, so a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I do want to talk about a tournament that was canceled out in Arizona. I talked about it a couple weeks ago when you were out of town, but uh, kind of get your idea on how you handle some of these things. Can you remember having... Any type of tournament where a hurricane or an act of God actually uh, canceled the event, or uh, how you tried to to get the tournament going? I know we had going. that here in South Florida with hurricanes that have hit other other other. Well, there was one at the Hard Rock several year, several years other ago. Other rooms that have had that been affected. That was years ago. Um, I don't recall 
you know, I didn't run enough of them, you know, at that time when I was uh, the poker director over there at Miami Highlight, uh, having any of that. We did have one tournament that we were afraid we might get torn off because, you know, living down here in South Florida, you know, from from, <laughs> from about August to late late October, you never quite know, uh, you know, hurricanes are out there in the Atlantic, as they say, uh, and you never know which way they're going to head, and you kind of play it by ear, but, you know, there's always, not to say a disclaimer, there's always a line there saying that the tournament may be canceled, you know, due to an act of God. Yeah. And uh, Hurricane really, <laughs> really is an act of God. So uh, I haven't had to cancel one because it wasn't that many. But I know we've had them here, here in well, South we had, Florida, we had and in Florida in general, because I know other tournaments have been canceled in the center, central part of the state, uh, maybe even Daytona, Melbourne, when a hurricane a few years ago. Well, I think I think we went about ten years without a real major hurricane hitting here. Uh, we had the one year where we had four hurricanes, and then there was uh, uh, Katrina the following year that kind of bypassed us, but hit hard in uh, New Orleans. And then we went about 10 years without a serious threat. You know, there's a lot of stuff brewing out there, but never really got a direct hit until Irma last year. Right. They kept scaring us, but uh, they'd, they'd veer one way or the other right. in the last few minutes. We got some rain, and that's about the main main thing of it. And Irma, while it hit directly in the Keys and then on the west coast of Florida, Naples area, uh, and went up through the state, uh, we did get some heavy uh, action from that one last year. And, of course, ripped the roof off the uh, Mardi Gras casino. Yeah. And their poker room was closed for three months. Uh, their casino was closed for six or seven months. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens this year. So far, we've been lucky again, uh, knock on wood. But here we are on uh, the 27th of August, and we haven't had any kind of hurricane threat out there in the Atlantic at all. There have been plenty in the Pacific. Obviously, they went Hawaii right. went through that one last week. But... Uh, as far as uh, s- South Florida and the east coast of the United States, we've had nothing because of the dry the air. The ones that have formed out there seem to have just whittled, whittled yeah. out and head towards Europe. Yeah, there was one <laughs> that, that was went it. north. But, of course, we've had this Saharan dust, supposedly, that uh, is not good to breathe, but is great for uh, uh, eliminating the hurricane threats. Well, listen, uh, if I go the rest of my life without seeing one here in South Florida, I'll be just fine with that. That's what I said after Andrew back in 92. Yeah, yeah that so, one, we all went through that one. That was unbelievable. Know. Anyway, let's take a break here on the program. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about this Arizona State Poker Championship and how they handled it when it eventually had to be canceled. So uh, we didn't talk, but get a chance to talk about that. I want to bring it up to you and find out if you like the way they handled it. And uh, we'll talk about that. We'll try to get to that Ed Miller article. And I also want to give you a few more details on that Deep Stack event, which is now coming to South Florida. So that will be fun to talk about as well. We'll come back in just a few minutes. Uh, We'll be back here on Poker Action Line when we return. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. 
The lottery customer could purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables. With a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes. And if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit. And much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available later this year. It's tough to break into a career. Everybody wants to hire someone with experience. So how can you get experience if no one will hire you? Employers like to see that you've done the hands-on work. In the Guard, you can get paid training in your specialty. Then go out and apply those skills in the civilian world. I wouldn't be where I am today without the Guard. I'm serving my country and I'm succeeding in the National Guard. Call 1-800-GO-GUARD and ask how you can get the job skills you need for the career you've always wanted in the National Guard. Back in the show, don't forget that our uh, beta tournament for the uh, Place Your Chips Caribbean site, uh, brought to you by Atlantic West Management, one of our major sponsors for many years, has been postponed to September the 18th. Uh, we will talk about that a little bit more toward the end of the show but uh, we had scheduled it for tomorrow, and uh, we had made an error on our part, and uh, we will be bringing that tournament to you in the month of September, September the 18th, which is a Tuesday. Again, starts at 8 o'clock. You can enter up until 9, but it will end at 11 p.m. Well, it'll end at 11 at the latest or until we get down to one per player exactly. in the tournament. And, uh, again, folks, I just want to let you know that for anybody who signs up for this tournament, and we will give you a promo number right now after I finish. Uh, you know, you are getting a one-year membership fee, which entitles you to 50 lottery tickets that are, you know, for drawings every, week. every single week. And while playing poker, you may be able to earn additional lottery tickets that uh, will go towards the jackpot drawing. Um, so... You know, we, we, we will be trying to ask for feedback. Uh, they're going to be asking for feedback. We're hoping to have the three winners and maybe even some of the other players on the show to let us know what they liked about it, what they think needs improvement. And, um, you know, we want to hear from you guys out there. And, again, first place is going to be getting $750 just for playing for free, 500 for second, and 250 for third, folks. So You can, uh, you can actually get on the site uh, and try it out before the tournament. Uh, if you go to PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com and sign up, uh, just register. You don't have to pay anything. Just register for the site. And while you're there, you can look at the free games that are going on now. Uh, when you go to the list of tables, when it says uh, play poker, go to the list of tables. And uh, you may not see a lot of big numbers there, but uh, uh, if you click on the cl play now button, it'll take you right to a table. There will likely be some players there going. Exactly. And Dave, why don't you give them that number again real quick? Uh, the, f the promo number that you'll need to sign up for the event on September 18th is 4852 Five zero six six forty eight fifty two fifty 
66 Four eight five two five zero six six, and we'll of course give that before the end of the show. And the next couple of weeks, we hope you'll uh, join us and play against uh, Joe and I and uh, a few other players. Uh. Yep, and we're not eligible for for prizes, yeah, don't so worry about us so don't on. worry about us uh, playing. You know, we just want to be on the table with the players, and you know, they want to chat up if there's a chat to the chat box there, they can chat up a little bit there. But uh, again, folks, uh, please go to place your chips caribbean and uh just you know sign up now you don't have to pay anything like i said by signing up for this tournament you will have earned yourself your one-year membership for this uh that alone is well worth it it's a it's almost a 30 dollar value and again and you could take home first prize of seven exactly 750 bucks 750 500 and 250 that's all for free maximum of three hours of playing on this tournament so um Please sign up and join us there on the 18th of uh, September. Before we get to the cancellation of that Arizona State Poker Championship, I did want to mention there was also a Foxwoods uh, circuit event uh, that finished up today that had the exact same dates as the card player dates, uh, the 16th through the 27th of August, finished up with their final table today, and Gordon Wilcox of uh, Boston was the winner, winning 169000 Jason Bolton, who's from Attleboro, Mass. Uh, you know, a lot of people from Massachusetts. I lived up there for two years, and my landlord used to drive over to Foxwoods. It was probably about a 100-mile uh, drive, I think, uh, maybe even a little bit more. But uh, a lot of people who are unable to play in Boston for many years, uh, they're getting some casinos now. Uh, Springfield for one spot, and uh, Everett, Mass. is going to have the new Win Casino eventually oh. in a year or two. <laughs> so there'll be some places there, but those players there well, from Boston have driven over for years to the Foxwoods. Yeah, Foxwoods and the Mohegan Sun. When they went up after the Foxwoods, have uh, you know have had the Boston metropolitan area to draw from, and the New York uh, area to draw from, because uh, even though they came up after I had moved down here to South Florida, I've been told that uh, Foxwoods is about equal distance from New York uh, to Foxwoods or to Atlantic City, uh, which was the big one back then. Uh, now, obviously, with Philadelphia and, and a bunch of other places having them there. But, uh, you know, it's a nice little trek. Have you have you been to Foxwoods? I have not. Because they uh, tell me it's in the middle of the woods. And I, yeah, I have it's in not the middle had, of nowhere. You know, yeah. since I'm living down here now, I've not had a chance to get up there. I think it's called Uncasville, uh, Connecticut, is actually the city that's nearby. But, uh, yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, but a beautiful place and uh, certainly well worth the trip from what I hear. Yeah, well, listen, when Foxwoods was built, I remember MGM in Vegas was considered the biggest casino in the world at that time. And Foxwoods overtook them. So right. I don't know if they still hold that title or not. Uh, let's move on to the uh, Arizona State Poker Championship. This was uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, they had played one day. They had completed the day, and uh, there was a massive storm that knocked out power for the area. And you got to remember that the Phoenix area doesn't get a hell of a lot of rain. Yeah, so when so they do, they can't always handle it. Yeah, well, that's that's like some of the southern states that get a few few flakes of snow. <laughs> yeah, you get to six inches of snow in Atlanta, it's like the city's paralyzed. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, it was at the Talking Stick Resort, which is uh, in the Phoenix area, the Arizona State Poker Championship. It finished the first one. Players were bagging up, and it was an eleven hundred dollar buy-in event. There were still two more days scheduled, two more opening days scheduled, and uh, this has been a pretty big tournament. That's uh, was first held in 2005 and has doubled in size over the last 10 years. Uh, and uh, last couple of years had over so 
five million in prize money. Did they money. cancel the whole tournament, or did they, they just cancel? Up, yes, they did. Um, it was scheduled for August 10th through the 14th with the three starting flights and then two days of playing down to a champion. Uh, 553 entrants on that opening On day, day one. Yeah, 90 advancing. And the prize pool, of course, was 553000 So uh, the storming the storming came, the, uh, basically the weather uh, pre- uh, service out there called it a monsoon, and they were unable to handle it. About 2 a.m., the power went out in the casino, and both their main and backup generators went down as well. Wow. So they had to evacuate everybody out of the building. And uh, Had they bagged already at they, that point? They had just bagged. They had just bagged. So that wasn't a problem with any kind of... Uh, you know, people stealing chips or anything like that. That was not a problem. So the next day came, and, uh, well, actually, they had to postpone till Monday. Uh, this was on a Friday night they started. And then on Saturday, the next day, they decided that there was no way they could reoperate again, that they wouldn't even be opening probably for about a week. Uh, there was a lot of water damage in the building. Yeah, and once you've set the dates, you know, in, in stone, so to speak, you know, people make plans around that. So to, to, you know, reset the dates for for the tournament after you've already played one and taken a week off, I, that that's got to be a logistic nightmare for them. And it wasn't just the one storm. There was multiple storms uh, leading up to the the big one that they had. So the tournament was cooked. Uh, and, uh, you know, there was a lot of players who had come to town, were going to play in day 1B and 1C, got hotel rooms, traveled, and uh, some with airfare and that sort of thing. Well, there's so nothing you can, as a poker room, you, you you know, listen, I'm very sorry. Maybe you you offer them some sort of incentive to come back at a future, you know, at a later date for a future tournament. But uh, my concern would be, as a manager, what do I do with the 90 you know, plus people that survived day one? Well, that's the thing uh, that I want to talk about. And uh, uh, they decided that uh, the ones who made it through the day would split the 553,000 according to ICM, uh, the chip count. Oh, that that's interesting. Uh, that's interesting. Okay. So players who had uh, won satellites, basically, uh, to get into days 1B and 1C, would be given refunds, but they would end up splitting the money. Now, the thing that uh, maybe is not so kosher is that those who uh, want a cut of that 553000 uh they only told him that they would have to wait uh, a bit for their payouts, that the exact payouts will be announced at a later date. Okay. So, uh, maybe you know, obviously some players left, went home. Uh, you could also get your, uh, your, your payout via mail. And you can mail in your receipts of the well, tournament. Well, you know, you know what your chip count was. So when you see the final results posted, and you know on their website, wherever, wherever it's posted, you're going to make sure that that your numbers were correct. And if your number was correct, you're going to assume everybody else's was correct. I, I guess the problem is if you didn't expect uh, the tournament to be canceled like that, and you didn't save your receipt, you could be in big trouble. Always no, it has nothing that. to do with your receipt. Because well, they said they said you, in order to wait your payment, you had to mail in your receipt uh, if you were out of town. What do you mean for the tournament? But they usually, if they've bagged the chips, yeah, they've taken people's names and, yeah. and information well, I think that's down. True for the local people, you know, I guess. receipts. I think the receipts, Dave, that you might be talking about, maybe for the people who were entered for day one B and one C, who had already paid their entry fee. And they wanted a refund on well, that. Well, I think if you traveled halfway across the country and went home and then wanted your money, I think you would have to prove that you played in the tournament. 
yeah, yeah, but but again, if you bagged chips, they've got that information because they, they got to have all that information, stuff that they get your name, you know, uh, they get all that information. They all they need to see is that that you know, because when you bag those chips, usually you fill out a piece of paper that they give you. You're not getting rid of that. So if that's the receipt that they're talking about, that's not going to be an issue because you're going to keep that to make sure when you come back that you got the right bag and, you know, that you're playing with the right amount of chips. To me, if somebody needed to mail in a receipt similar to what happened in, remember when we talked a few years ago, what what happened with the Borgata and they found the counterfeit chips. And to me, this is... I don't want to say this is a fair way of doing this because if there was 533 entrants, 90, you know, here's a scenario where I would have said, hey, I don't have a problem with, you know, okay, it's a little bit more than four times, so you're going to wind up, everybody gets the same amount, which is what they did in Borgata, which I thought was ridiculous after having played that tournament down to 24, 25 players, whatever it was. Uh, But doing the, what was it, the individual chip module, the ICM, this is, uh, you know, it, it had to come as a big benefit to some of the people who were at the top of the chip leading. Yeah. Because that's a, that's, that's a nice prize pool, half a million dollars uh, in the prize pool, right, already? 533000 Exactly. That's a nice prize pool to have there. I can t- tell you, you would be very happy if you were getting toward the end of the night and you wanted to make sure you bagged some chips so you, you maybe folded a couple of hands that, that you might have played otherwise. Yeah, that's true, but uh, worst case scenario, I think you're going to more than double if you're the last one on that list because of the way they, they'll do it with the ICM. But regardless, you know, it, it became a one-day tournament, and for the ones who were the, the, the chip leaders, it's going to be it's going to be a nice bonanza because you had no guarantee that you were going to even collect uh, or you were going to get a min cash maybe you know with 90 players out of uh, whatever it was that that entered the tournament. Yeah, exactly. So, well. Uh, people think running a poker room is easy, but a lot of times you have some really difficult decisions involved with the stuff you have no control over. Right. I, I think it's just mostly common sense. Um, you know, uh, in in New Jersey, I believe, due to the fact that they knew that someone had cheated by, by uh, you know, uh, entering, you know, counterfeit chips into that particular tournament taking so damn long to make a decision there. Yeah. The, you know, the state gaming commission got involved. This was more of a and 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 I and I tell people that's the problem when you have the state getting involved when you get the government getting involved, you know, that decision to me was brutal and and I would imagine most poker people will agree with 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 my assessment of that of that decision that the New York uh, New Jersey Gaming Commission did. Here, I thought it was, you know, the casino did what they thought was fair. The poker room, I'm sure the poker room manager with his staff got together, and uh, I think they came up with a great, you know, with a great plan. Now, you know, the distribution of of the prize funds to these people shouldn't be an issue. Um, so... Have you has there been complaints about what they did there? I, no, I haven't heard anything about that. I can't imagine any of the ninety people who who got to bag chips have a major issue with that. Like you said, if they had known that was going to happen, but no one knew that. And usually, most most casinos, most tournaments say this is what's going to happen unless there's an act of God just to protect themselves from situations just like this. Uh, we have a winner in the uh, WPT five hundred in Los Angeles, Michael Copeland. Takes home 181,000, close to 182,000, and George or Jorge Pineda comes finishes in second. Uh, 
Final hand, uh, interesting hand, really, because Copeland had ace-jack of clubs, and uh, Pineda had 10-9 uh, offsuit. There was both an ace and a 10 on the flop, and uh, just ran out with 8-4 and four on the on the turn in the river. So uh, hanging on to win it was Copeland. Uh, Which he had the big chip lead. Yeah. Yeah. So. so he finishes that one out. I did want to mention before we go to our final break about the Deep Stack Champion uh, Charity Classic. Uh, it is uh, the Howard Frank Memorial Tournament. This is the 10th annual event, and uh, it sells out every year. Uh, Phil Hellmuth, one of the hosts, uh, along with uh, Norman Chad. So two players there, that are two people there. When I was there, I think also uh, Jen Harmon was there and uh, uh, Kara Scott, but uh, they are not apparently not going to be there this year, but... Jan Fisher and Linda Johnson will also be there as well, the Hall of Famers. And it's going to be at the Isle Casino on Sunday, November 4th. And I'm talking about it now because it's a tournament that sells out every year and has some really interesting concepts. Um, The first Royal Flush of Diamonds on the flop wins $100,000 prize package, including a uh, $69,000 luxury car with a trunk full of cash. <laughs> you know that that happened within two hands at Daytona the year uh, the year that I went up there to represent a different poker tournament up there, and I was asking him about this. He goes, man, we had just said get the cards in the air, and it's, the guy goes, it was almost literally uh, seconds later that someone yelled out that they had hit the Royal. And uh, I don't remember what the prize was back then, but it was something very big, and and that was taken out of that was taken out of play like literally within the first few minutes of the tournament starting. That's for people who get lucky, but for people that play well and make it to the final table, uh, the, every winner at that final table or every player makes the final table, and their guest will receive a trip for two to the Venetian in Las Vegas later of the year. And uh, a great poker experience, including airfare for two, limo transportation, four nights to stay, food and beverage credit at the Venetian, and, and much more. So that's always uh, you know important thing there. And they play in a tournament, right? They also get paid. They play in a tournament out there. Right. I'm not sure if it's the deep stack uh, tournament out there or what, but uh, uh, first prize valued at eleven thousand dollars and. Uh, with a $3,500 buy-in into a Vegas tournament, and uh, lots of interesting things. Now, this uh, what's it cost, you might be wondering? Uh, $270, uh, $275, I should say. And if you get in now, up until August 30th, you can get in for $255, a $20 savings. And those who are alternates later on, it does sell out, it sells out fast. And it's 2.95 after they sell out. So uh, get information on that. It's a really great tournament. Uh, the Howard Frank Memorial uh, Office is in uh, Orlando, or uh, not Orlando, uh, Daytona, Ormond Beach, actually. 386-871-8761 is the number. But this year the tournament is down here in South Florida, and they're actually running some bus trips uh, from uh, the Orlando area and from the Daytona area. So... Uh, really a terrific tournament, and uh, we certainly invite you to get involved. Uh, if you're local down here in South Florida, obviously, uh, you know, you won't need a hotel, but they do have special prices on hotels as well. So check it out, the Deep Stack Charity Classic. You can follow it online uh, at www.deepstackcharityclassic.com, 
And uh, I played in it one year, and it was a fantastic tournament. I didn't win anything, but... Uh, had a lot of fun. I did. The Isle, one of their sponsors, the Venetian, of course, NASCAR is a sponsor, and the Marina Grand on the Halifax as well. So check it out online. Uh, Scott Frank and David Kane uh, run that tournament. We've had David Kane on the show before. So check it out. It's the Deep Stack Charity Classic, and it will be November 4th at the Isle Casino. We'll be back after these messages. This is Poker Action Live. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. The lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes. And if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit. And much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available later this year. Final segment on the program. We'll wrap things up with a uh, quick reminder about our beta tournament uh, that we are helping out with for Atlantic West Management as they uh, kick things off for their Place Your Chips Caribbean site. You hear the spots of the program all the time. And we are kicking it off with a free tournament. Uh, We were originally scheduled to operate it this week, but uh, there was some... um, Misunderstanding, and now it has been moved to September 18th. Right. And and that misunderstanding was on our part, folks. So um, remember, please go to uh, Place Your Chips Caribbean, sign up for this tournament, enter the promo code of 48525066. That's 48525066. That gets you a one-year membership into into this. Uh, it's a great cause. It's to help the education in the Caribbean islands uh, for the college scholarships. College, uh, exactly, for, and you can you can actually uh, go on the site if you check it out. It's a very interesting site where you can actually pick the country you want to benefit the students in. So maybe you have some relatives down in uh, Trinidad and Tobago or uh, uh, Antigua and Barbuda, different uh, islands down there, and even Cuba. If you're from Cuba, uh, we are helping out uh, students there as well. So uh, check that out and. Uh, uh, sign up for the tournament. We actually just go to the site and just register. Basically, you can check out the uh, free game that's on there, 
and uh, play a little bit. And then uh, on September 18th, we'll kick things off with a uh, tournament starting at 8 p.m. Eastern time. You'll have until 9 p.m. to enter, and the tournament will end at 11, or unless someone has a winner. Unless we get down to, to a winner, to one player, there are no re-entries into this tournament. And again, folks, the one-year membership, which is a $30 cost practically, you know, for free, for entering, uh, for entering the, this tournament, and, um, you know... We've mentioned it before, 750, 500, and 250 for first, second, and third, folks. So uh, all free. There is no, you know, no charge to you. So it's not going to be like you have to beat 10,000 players. There is. Uh, <laughs> we hope to get as many as we can. Hopefully several hundred, but uh, you know it could be smaller than that, and you'll even have a better chance to win some money uh, by defeating less players. But September 18th is the date. 8 p.m. Eastern time. It starts. It's at PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. And don't forget Caribbean spelled with one R and two Bs. <laughs> C-A-R-I-B-B-E-A-N. So uh, if you have a problem, you can always send me an email, DaveBigLem at gmail.com. Be happy to talk with you uh, on an email and uh, discuss uh, what you need to do to sign up for this event. But uh looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, Joe and I are going to be playing. Uh, so hopefully uh, we'll get a nice turnout and uh, everybody have fun. <laughs> We'll be donating our chips to the better poker players out there. So, <laughs> exactly. So, folks, don't forget that promo code once again is forty-eight fifty-two fifty sixty-six, and uh, we'll mention it the next couple of weeks. So we have a couple of weeks now before the September eighteenth kickoff event gets underway. Uh, that's going to do it for tonight's show. Thanks for being with us. Uh, we'll get to that Ed Miller article probably next week, and uh, a few other things that are uh, happening in the world of poker. Uh, got a chance to go by Golfstream last week and, uh, you know, invite people to check out their nightly 7 o'clock tournaments. Uh, they're not sponsoring the show anymore, but uh, we do uh, know that is a great place to play poker as well. A lot of good things around town happening, and we hope you'll check them out. That's going to do it. Joe, thank you for everything. Uh, Gio, uh, thank you for all the technical advice and help on the show. And we'll be back next week with another edition of the show. Uh, Labor Day next Monday, so uh, the show will be coming out a couple day later, couple days later. So if you don't see it on Monday or Tuesday, that's because we haven't done it yet. So uh, check out this show, and then we'll be back next week with more on Poker Action Line. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies. 